please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Hey, welcome to the Art of Relationship show, people. Uh, I'm live, as always. Um, happy Wednesday to everybody out there. Let's talk about sex. And we could go uh, Salt and Pepper song, I'm dating my age from way, way back when. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me, right? <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about this and throw out your ideas, your discussions, what you want to talk about during sex with your partner, your future partner, or maybe in the past, what you wish you would have done or known. Okay? I'll be back right after this. Pay attention. And welcome back to the Art of Relationship show. Um, hopefully, everybody's doing good. And as everybody knows, you can join in the chat down below, okay? And uh, throw out your ideas about there, about what your ideas about a great sexual craving to you. What would kick up your sex life, your passion, and your relationship, not only on the physical realm, maybe you want it to be a little more physically pleasing. And maybe it's too much heart to heart and heart and soul and romantic for you. And you want to spice it up a little bit. And again, this is very subjective. You're going to have people out there that are sex workers. You're going to have people out there that are only want missionary position type of thing. Uh, only want to have sex that uh, for procreation. Again, this is not a right or wrong. It's trying to help you. You know what? Question your own values uh, about sex, your own beliefs about sex, and where do you want it to go to take it up a level? Are you afraid to talk about it? Because, oh my God, if I talk about it, that means I love sex. I hope you love sex. Let's be honest, okay? And um, what does that mean? What do you want to incorporate? Oh, a big announcement too. I am actually starting next week. I am going to be taking live calls. I have it set up. I have everything tested out. A uh, little more gaps, but I'm going to be taking live calls. And I have a toll-free number for people to call into. And I'm going to be extending the showtime as well, going back to 45 minutes to an hour versus the short uh, 10, 15-minute little shows. Okay, so let me hear it. What do you want to hear about sex? Or let me see it down below. And to kick it up a little bit, maybe, you know what, you want to try a butt plug or anal beads, whatever, and you're afraid your partner is going to think, ooh, it's gross, it's not, what do we want to do about that? And how much insecurities within us, within our partners, have created a lot, a lot of hardships, a lot of maybe misbeliefs, if you will, about sex and about how you want sex because you feel like, oh my God, there's men out there that, you know, women love toys. They might love toys. Not all women, you know, uh, vibrators, uh, you know, dildos, that type of thing. 
And there's some men out there, I know some men, that refuse, they don't want to try anything because of their own insecurities that they're not going to be able to please their partner if they use a toy, right? And we can talk about desensitization and all those aspects where, you know, some women, some men only get off by wearing a cock ring or, you know, vibrating cock ring or using a vibrator or a toy, both men and women. So we can talk about those elements and are you able to kick it up and explore what you want in not only, you know, physical pleasures of sex, the emotional pleasures and maybe, uh, having fun that you can, you know, play, have sort of wrestle around a little bit, have tickle fights while you're having sex. Maybe you want your ass spanked a little harder or maybe a little lighter type of aspect, okay? Maybe you want to incorporate being tied up, being handcuffed. Uh, everybody has, you know, certain fantasies. Maybe you want to incorporate those into the mix, but again, with fantasies, you have fantasies. That doesn't mean you have to incorporate them. That doesn't mean you want to incorporate them into your sexual escapades, if you will. Because your partner might, oh, man, you want that? You want to try that? There is some judgment there. And I, I you know, talk about this. I talk about it in my book, too, as well. So there is some risk in exploring or communicating your sexual fantasies. Now, the first part, let's face it, is it hard for you to be able to talk about what your sexual desires and cravings are to your partner? Because your partner might automatically, ew, that's gross. That's, you know, ew, why would you want that? That's just disgusting. That's whatever. If it's about oral sex, about finishing, about swallowing, about even, you know, a lot of men might love or getting oral sex, but they're like, I ain't going to go down on my woman. That's just gross. I'm like, what? Hey, Tony, welcome. Peace, my friend. Hopefully everything's going smooth down in uh, sunny Florida for you. Man, bring that warmth up here to uh, Michigan, big big time. (laughs) But you look at, you know, what would it take, that type of aspect. Maybe you want your man to dress a certain way to wear, you know, maybe boxers instead of boxer briefs. Or you want your man to maybe wear a thong. You want people, you know, your lady to dress a little more provocative And she doesn't want to because of body image aspects, because of those type of insecurities. And you look at, if you had no hang-ups, if you had no sexual insecurities, what would your sex life look like, okay? And are you able to um, discuss those, talk about those elements without fear of judgment, without fear of you know, being ridiculed as a slut or a manhole or, you know, those type of things. And that's what I look at about, you know, talking about sex, you know what, what it would even take to even talk about it. You know what, I want to try this. I want you to, you know, go deeper inside of me. I want you to maybe not go as deep, maybe angle of penetration, whatever that looks like for either one of you, okay? And this Talking about sex not only hits or, you know, touches on heterosexuals, not at all. About same-sex partners, the same element, right? Maybe one partner feels like it's more, should be more about physical pleasure and, you know, what, what do you mean the heart and soul of sex, Greg? It's, what do you mean about that? Where the other partner is wants more intimacy, meaning emotional intimacy, more eye-to-eye contact 
why you're having sex or making sweet love, right? They want to feel more that it's not just their body they want. It's their heart and their soul and their personality. It's the person they are that you crave, okay? Again, this is not a right or wrong. There's going to be people that are okay with just the physical pleasure of sex, and that's all we have to worry about or care about, and then we can connect after that type of aspect. And not only with sex, um, oh, I got to read this. Karen's cool with the dog collar, but she's still on the fence about the mermaid <laughs> outfit because she keeps falling down. Hilarious. I'm, I'm Okay, the mermaid outfit, how in the hell? <laughs> I, I'm trying to think, okay, would you have to unzip that or would that have built-in like crotchless uh, panties, whatever, <laughs> in the mermaid outfit? Uh, oh, God, I got to see this. No, but uh, that type of thing. You know, talking about what Tony just mentioned about role-playing. Maybe you want to role-play. Maybe you want to dress up and pretend, you know, you're a superhero, a superstar, rock star, whatever, you know, a gymnast, a trapeze artist, a cop, whatever, okay? Maybe you're afraid to bring this up because your partner, oh, won't go for that. Or you assume... What if your partner is thinking the same thing you are? You ever talk about it, but you're both afraid to talk about it because let's face it, in this culture, in a lot of cultures, sex still is taboo to talk about. It's sad. It creates insecurities about values. I'm all about talking about sex, big time. What do you want? How do you want it? You know, the emotional connection about it, the physical pleasure. Hey, look at me while I'm you know, kissing you or going down on you type of thing, right? Um, Do you want that emotional heart to soul? Or are you looking at maybe you have that loving connection outside the bedroom and you feel loved, you feel cherished, but in the bedroom, you're a little bored, okay? Maybe you're a little bit, eh, blah, your sex life because you want to kick it up a notch, but you're afraid to hurt your partner's feelings. Men, women, that type of aspect, okay, because of being judged or being that you're mean or that you're, you know, gross or, you know what, you don't care about how I feel. What do you mean I, you want to do this or you want to do that? I want people to get away from the judgments and I call it sexual maturity, okay? I, I Sexual maturity doesn't necessarily go with age. We would think that, right? There's people that are 21, 22 years old that are a lot more sexually mature than someone in their 40s or 50s, believe it or not. It's an individual aspect, and it's about having the self-pleasure and to be able to have um, to express yourself sexually and openly in the way that you want. And again, that is not causing you harm or causing anybody else harm emotionally or physically. And that doesn't mean, you know, people in the, you know, bondage and kink fetishes and all this aspect that like to be more spanked or nipples twisted and pulled that type of aspect that doesn't mean you know they like the pain okay so they're okay with it it's consensual people but are you able to talk about it and you know what you want to incorporate in your sex life mentally emotionally physically and soulfully people and talk about what those things mean to you and is it wrong 
to want some things. And there's a lot of people when they get in a relationship or married, you know what? They say it becomes blah, it becomes boring. It's the same old, same old, right? Well, I tell people you can, you know, excuse me, you can kick it up a notch, right? But you need to be able to talk about it. What made you so free sexually before you lived together or before you got married? But now it's sort of deadened. It's sort of, you know, blah now. What changed that? that you're boring or what changed it is that the work and the effort that you went into or now that you feel like you're going to be more judged because your heart and soul are more into the mix, okay? And I want you to look at, you know, even talk about what do you like about sex, right? The emotional, the closeness, I'm all about that. I'm all about the physical pleasure and the emotional connection all inner interwoven, if you will, okay? Um, That doesn't mean each time we can have fun and just physical pleasure and stay emotionally connected. Maybe you want to incorporate more foreplay. I've talked about this before. What exactly is foreplay to you, okay? What is it to your partner? What does that mean to each one of you, right? Is it just uh, you're going to lick the nipple and that's it, that's foreplay? Or do you want more sensual sensuality out of it? Do you want more caressing? Do you want more um, time spent with foreplay on either one of you, right? And most women think the guy, right? Oh, just touch my dick. That's foreplay, right? Not necessarily. There's guys that love kissing and getting their neck kissed and licked and their nipples and chest licked and their, you know, their stomach region and all this stuff and like to be caressed on their thighs and to be slow, that sort of slow burn, if you will. It's not just for women, it's for a lot of men as well. And even talk about, there is something, um, it's, I sort of borrowed and incorporated it into my own work, uh, Dr. Gina Ogden, who unfortunately passed away um, last year, I believe, and you know, incorporate the the extra genital um, matrix, and it's looking at. And I incorporated and mix my stuff into it too, but looking at about what about sex do you want to try or look about, and it's about you know what what body parts would you like to be kissed, to be licked, to be sucked. Ooh, right? To be nibbled, too. What do you want to be nibbled and sucked? And it all depends on our mood, our that type of thing. But have you even thought about having your butt cheeks sort of nibbled on or maybe, you know, sucked a little bit? Maybe you want your lower upper lip ooh sucked on a little bit while you kiss, right? Your earlobes, whatever. Maybe nibbled a little bit. Maybe you're the type that wants that your bottom lip just nibbled a little bit. Those type of aspects, okay? Can you sort of nibble on some your partner's lips a little bit and still have eye contact? And people, oh my God, how can you do that? And this is part of, you know, maintaining eye contact. And Tony mentioned this too. It's a big, big deal for a lot of people. I love eye contact. And we all know, you know, if you're doing uh, the woman in front, doggy style, right, you can't have eye contact or she's going to break her neck. You don't want that, okay? I don't want someone to hurt themselves. But the soulfulness about the eye contact and, you know, are you able to do that? And can you do it when you're providing giving, oral pleasure, even kissing. And a lot of people, when you're that close, you know, oh, how can I kiss with that? It's so weird, whatever. And I ask, 
is it weird or can you be even more soulful about eye to eye when you kiss one another? How creepy is that for a lot of people, right? <laughs> Tony meant the brown eye contact, right? <laughs> and it's looking at those type of elements to increase the physical pleasures, absolutely. But also, what is needed to kick up the soulfulness where you actually maybe inhale each other's breath? How about that? That you actually, your heartbeats are sort of in conjunction with one another. And it's weird how you breathe and your heartbeat can be at the same time as one. It takes work. It takes practice. But it's not so much a technique. It's your rhythm together that sort of can help coincide with that. How you breathe together. How you, you know, vibe each other. How you pick up on each other's body movements and pleasure points and are they really you know not liking something do they tense up and you try to force it anyways or you know what is it one that they they move into it they move pleasurely into it like give me more yeah i love that and to be able to even talk about it after you're having sex or even during you know what i'd like that you know go harder go firmer oh yeah baby baby that type of thing right um during sex or you want to incorporate more dirty talk into sex and there's ironic a lot of people out there assume it's always men that want dirty talk oh hell no there's women out there that love being talked dirty to not all just like not all men and what would you take to incorporate that into your sex life and your sex repertoire in the relationship okay in looking at these aspects, you know what? That, you know, can you bring, you know, kiss, suck on each other's fingers during sex or incorporate this in the foreplay? There are so many elements that you can talk about and go over if you open up your mind and expand. But a lot of people, oh, you never even thought about it, which is great. That's why I'm here, right? That's why I'm bringing up these elements to talk about right how many people want you know their wrists are very sensitive right here right their wrists as i got my tattoo right you know the wrist is very sensitive maybe people want that kiss maybe sucked on a little bit or maybe even a little nibbled to feel the sensitivity and you feel the tingle go throughout your whole body down your wrist up your arm through your chest down into the genitals Ooh, how many people thought about that how many people are able to even talk about it and that is one of the the reasons that you know dr ogden years and years ago come up with the extra genital matrix was a talking point not only for couples or for individuals too i work on it you know what what would you like oh i never thought about this greg that's why i bring it up to talk about it to work together to even try different things okay so some people love their toes sucked on right um some people might have toe jam in them and no (laughs) that's gross right but to be able to go after it to you know what to reinvent yourself sexually, your relationship or marriage or those single people out there to reinvent yourself sexually and look at, you know what, I wish I was more sexual when I was da-da-da-da-da, right? In a past relationship or when I was younger, when I was whatever. And what would it take to throw out the sexual insecurities and we know they can be caused by past traumas, rape, sexual abuse, right? But this is where I also want to help people heal that to be able to own their own sexuality and that sex isn't bad. The people that 
did those acts to you were the monster, not sex in itself, okay? So to be able to touch on those elements and look at how you want to be sexually without the hang-ups, without, you know, thinking um, one thing's bad or, um, you know, I'm a prude or I'm, uh, I don't like this, uh, that makes me a prude or I like this, this makes me a slut or doesn't make me a gentleman, right? I want you to be able to get away from that and explore these ideas, not only with yourself, even writing them down, what you would like to try. What do you need? Now, look at these elements, okay? Mind, mental, body, of course, the physical pleasure, the heart, and the soul, okay? What those mean to both of you, what they mean to you, and how do you want to, you know, Build it up. How do you want to increase your sexual appetite, your sexual cravings, and your sexual pleasures on those levels, the mind, body, heart, and soul, okay? Even write them out. What do you want more? What do you want to try more? Maybe you're reading, women read, excuse me, romance novels, right? Maybe, you know, the guy just pulled their, you know, pulled their hair and started, you know, sort of, you know, tasting her while staring in her eyes. Maybe you want to try that and it's never been done to you. Talk about it. Write it out and explore. Don't be afraid to own your sexuality and what you crave and what you desire. And you're going to see your relationship. You're going to see, you know what, your marriage catapult and increase not only in physical sexual pleasure, but that is going to incorporate outside the bedroom, countertop, living room floor, front yard, wherever, right? That type of element. And you are going to feel more connected. You're going to have a greater trust between both of you on the physical and the emotional levels, right? Can I guarantee it? No. But I'm going to tell you that the percentages are very, very high that it's going to increase those elements, okay? So start today. Start exploring ideas. Think about what you would like, and what is holding you back from talking about it with your partner. And if your partner doesn't want to talk about, even ask, you know, what what is scary? What's afraid? You know, what is uncomfortable for you? And if they keep saying, I don't know, I don't know, it's just me, then you have to explore, are you sexually compatible? Let's face it, okay? And that's a scary thing to come down to if you are sexually incompatible on those levels, the mind, body, heart, and soul levels, expectations, being able to talk about it, the values about it, you know what, what it means about it. It's very difficult. And does that mean you have to, you know, remain, sorry, in that relationship or marriage um, because everything else is good, but you're lacking the sexual pleasures on those levels. Again, it's not up to me to decide. It's not up to any other professional, not up to your family, your friends, clergy, if you're religious, it's not up to anybody but you, okay? So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Remember, starting next Wednesday, 12 noon live, I am going to be taking live calls on a show. I'll give out the toll-free number you can call with your questions, and I would love it. And I'd also love feedback if you'd like me to take the show back to an evening time slot that might be easier for people that work that type of element okay so everybody peace and love to everybody out there everybody take care make sure you go over to my other facebook page public figure page detroit's love guru please follow me like me i'd appreciate it 
Namaste, right? <laughs> Peace. American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers.